0: You're listening to Kelly Catrera. Hey, welcome to the Hour 2 of the Kelly Catrera Show. Thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate your time. We're going to talk to, about the latest in this story involving the transgender shop teacher from Oakville Trafalgar High School who made headlines for those absurdly large prosthetic breasts. Uh, some people said they made their kids feel uncomfortable. Other people argued they were unsafe. And some people just said some extremely hurtful things. But... I think we first heard about this in September last year, and Halton School Board still working on how to remedy things and make the school safe for students who have been uh, the subject, you know, their school day has been interrupted by numerous bomb threats in the past, threats of violence. That's not a place to learn. And so they ha- they need to get this cleared up as, as quickly as possible. So. Yesterday, the Halton Board um, held this interim meeting where they were going to introduce their plans for some kind of professionalism and decorum policy for its staff. Basically, uh, a dress code for the teachers. And things were, of course, uh, quite emotional, but they were also uh, highly controlled. Here to talk about it, Julia Malott is a uh, transgender woman. She spoke at the Halton Board meeting and was the first speaker up to the podium, in fact, last night. Julia, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So, first of all, let's start off with beyond uh, getting to the ins and outs of the meeting. How important was it for you to speak in front of that board?
1: I think that for the concerned parents in Halton, they really wanted to have a transgender voice up there. Um, They've had a lot of people who are assuming that the action that they're taking is anti-trans. That is the issue that they have with this particular teacher and their behavior Um, And as I've come to know these individuals myself, it's been very clear that it has nothing to do with the gender identity. It has to do with the sexualization and the fact that there is no dress code for staff at um, the school board down in Halton. And so because of that, they felt, and I agree, that it was very important to have a transgender voice to really express that and say you can do a dress code policy that is inclusive of transgender people. Everybody else has figured this out.
0: Right. I mean, this is not new. And it's incredible the snail's pace that these uh, people are moving at. I think, uh, you know, erring on the side of extreme caution um, and not thinking about the students and the families that are also stakeholders here when it comes to education. So if I could ask you um, to to explain your experience when it came to you wrote a speech and then you had to hand it in so that the school board could vet it before you read it.
1: Absolutely. So I've delegated before, both to um, municipalities and to school boards on a number of issues. And typically you fill out a delegation form with a quick summary of what you want to talk about, and then they let you speak. And in this particular case, I did that as one would normally do. And on Monday, they sent letters out to everybody who wanted to delegate and said, if you want to come before us on this matter, you have to give us your speech in its entirety so that we can review it for any privacy or governance concerns this is not something that's provisioned within the um bylaw so this isn't something that they can do per their policy but they did it anyways um i raised that concern to them and pointed out that this was in contravention but i also told them i would comply because i wanted to be able to speak this my i I believe that my voice is important and several other people who intended to speak ended up not being able to do so because they weren't able to comply so i went ahead and i prepared my speech i sent it to them And what I received back was a particular portion of it that they didn't want me to say. And they said, you must remove this portion if you want to present your speech. And they claimed that it was a privacy concern. Um, I fail to see how it is. And the lawyer who I've spoken with doesn't see how this is a privacy concern either. Um, This has been published online as well. So if people are interested, it can be found and people can judge for themselves.
0: Would you like to say it on the air right now? Oh, gosh, I would not have a problem with that. But I'm going to have to
1: pull up my computer and see if I can find it.
0: Okay, I'll give you a second to pull up the computer and and, uh, find the passage that they asked you to remove from your speech um, that you say has nothing to do with privacy. And the school board said, well, we disagree.
1: Yes. Okay. so I've got it up here. So as we as we know, this does stem to a particular from a particular teacher. And I mentioned nothing of that in the speech because this isn't about the individual. This is about having dress codes that keep students safe and keep schools about learning. So this is the paragraph that I had written. Some transgender individuals use silicone breast forms during the early stages of transition while awaiting the growth of natural breast tissue. I myself used a pair of 34B forms for a six month period in the early stages of my transition as I awaited growth of hormones. Breast forms are available in a wide variety of configurations. Those which are designed to emulate natural breast dimensions are sometimes used by trans women and individuals who have undergone mastectomy often due to breast cancer. So that part they said was okay. It's mm-hmm. what comes next that they um, that they censored. I then said, there are also breast forms that exaggerate natural proportions and are used by the drag industry and sex workers. The distinction between these very different products is quite clear. And a well-written professionalism policy should have no difficulty distinguishing between the two.
0: Wow. And they said that that was, that, that was not on. So you took it out. Did you reword it?
1: Yes, I took it out. And instead, what I said is I hope that these types of breast forms, which are indistinguishable from natural breast tissue and worn with undergarments and clothing, would be acceptable within your professionalism policy. So in other words, I couldn't mention the existence of anything other than breast forms that are meant to replace natural breast tissue.
0: So, Julia, before you started speaking at the meeting, you ended up um, mentioning that you had to take something out of your speech. How did that go over?
1: So I think that went over well. I I wanted to say that because at the very beginning of the meeting, they highlighted transparency and how important they feel it is in the public process. And I thought, I agree with you. Transparency is extremely important. And on that note, I should let you know both that what I'm presenting today is not my full presentation. This is a portion that's been deemed acceptable. And also to make sure that the board knew that I had provided that wording to others so that it would be available online after the meeting.
0: So you were approached by parents and and members of the community to to speak on behalf uh, of them and and how they felt about uh, the situation as far as the dress code goes and making sure everybody is accommodated for uh, within the Halton board if they're a teacher. Um, Did you meet a lot of people that said they wanted to speak as well and and decided not to when they were told, no, we want to vet your speech by the school board? Yes. So I'm
1: told that there were five people who had put in requests to speak. And in the end, only two of us made it through. There was myself and there was the, the lawyer who's representing the parents group. And everybody else, for one reason or another, was ultimately not able to have their voice heard last night in the
0: How upset were the parents about that?
1: There was a lot of very upset people. Um, I know they were appreciative I was there and I made some really great friendships just in my short time with the group. But by the end of the meeting, when it was clear that no real action was going to be taken and that no timeline would be given on when action would be taken, things got things got quite emotional. Um, A lot of the parents got quite upset and the meeting ultimately ended up stopping because the environment became too broken down to really continue.
0: I I heard that people had to be removed by the police.
1: Yes. Yes. So once people started yelling stuff and started to um, have strong words towards the board, the meeting stopped. Some of the board members disappeared into the back chambers and the chair and the vice chair waited until the police arrived and removed one particular individual. Then the meeting uh, got back on track.
0: So the director of education, Curtis Ennis, he says that over the next two weeks, school councils and members of the public will be given an opportunity to have their views heard, uh, most likely after being vetted. Well, are, do you have any faith that this is going to result in the dress code that you think can be and should be delivered?
1: I'm not sure that, that the director of the board really knows what it means to have people express concerns, to be quite honest. Um the fact that they're running delegations this way and the fact that when questioned, he had no answer for how they would receive this feedback doesn't give me confidence that they're going to really move forward with a professionalism policy that reflects anybody's best interest.
0: One of the, the in fact, the uh, the lawyer that you mentioned, who's also a parent, uh, Rishi Bandhu, has been on the Kelly Katrera show before. And okay. yeah, he, he's a, he's great. He's he um, is a straight shooter. And he said all the Halton District School Board needs to do is confirmed that the values and beliefs reflected in the student dress code has to apply to teachers. We've been saying that all along. What is it about this board? I mean, you've talked in front of them. You've listened to them. What is it about this board that you think has them dragging their feet on, you know, just respecting, uh, you know, having a dress code that's mutually respectful? It's a good
1: question. And I think it speaks to the identity politics that are playing out across all of North America right now, that people are so worried of being labeled transphobic that they will go to amazing lengths to avoid that label. And that can be a good thing because there is certainly some transphobia out there, but there's also so many cases like what we've seen here and what we've seen in Waterloo Region District School Board, where it's being taken so far in the other direction that somebody's got to speak out against it. And that's why myself as a trans woman is becoming a voice on this issue.
0: Does this, you know, the storyline and uh, just how overt this teacher is, does this threaten you as a transgender uh, woman?
1: Absolutely. So I, I ran as a trustee in the 2022 election in Waterloo here, and I had more questions from people about Halton, about that teacher, if that was how I would dress, if I supported this individual than I did about anything else. Because for a lot of people, they don't know someone who's trans. And if that's what they see and that's what they encounter, they end up concerned. And I certainly understand why they would have that concern. So it, it isn't a good reflection on anybody in the, in the transgender space.
0: And it's, it's unusual. Some people figure that they're being punked right now.
1: Yeah, well, well, exactly. Even talking to the parent group, people don't know. Is this a prank? Is this a prank that's gone on way too long?
0: It no could be a very sure dangerous prank answers. as well.
1: Absolutely.
0: Well, geez, I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, do you have any, you know, last words you'd like to uh, leave people with? But take away here as far as the meeting's concerned and uh, where you think that the Halton District School Board can go with this? I think
1: where I would leave people is pay attention to your school board Not just Halton, we're seeing this sort of behavior in Toronto District School Board, we're seeing it in Ottawa Carleton District School Board, we're seeing it in Durham District School Board, and of course, we're seeing it in my hometown of Waterloo Region District School Board right here. And I think a lot of these trustees and boards mean well, they're really trying to protect their students, but they've gone down an ideological path that is causing harm and causing a huge distraction from learning and The only way to change that is to have people tuning in, people going to their meetings, and people really participating in this ongoing discussion.